I'm Karen. And I'm Michelle. We're sisters. And homeschool moms. Welcome to the Layers of Learning podcast. Where we talk about family style homeschooling. Hi, welcome to the podcast today. I'm Karen. And I'm Michelle. And we are going to talk about handling homeschool critics. If you're a homeschool mom, you probably have heard criticism. Yeah, and different people deal with different levels of it and from different places. Karen and I both feel like we're really lucky because we haven't dealt with it in our families. And that's the place where it can be the most difficult is with extended family or close friends, people that you want to have be supportive of you and they end up being critical. That's the toughest place. And we haven't had that experience. So we feel really lucky about that. Yeah, totally blessed to have, you know, parents, spouses, siblings who have supported us and who love what we're doing. And so that's, that's a huge blessing. And we know it. Some of you are dealing with people who are close to you who are critical of your decisions. And that is a lot of pressure. It's really, really difficult. And so we're going to talk about that today. And then also just kind of the stray comments, which we have dealt with quite a bit, you know, the people who just find out you're homeschooling and say the wrong thing to you. Yeah. So let's, let's start with those because I feel like that's a little less emotionally charged. A lot of times I just kind of deflect those comments and don't really answer them necessarily. Or I just, it doesn't bother me emotionally, I guess. When people come up and say something about homeschooling, when they don't really know what's going on. For example, someone will find out that you're homeschooling and they'll say, oh my gosh, I couldn't spend all day with my kids. How do you do that? (laughs) That kind of comment. I don't feel like that's a reflection on me. I don't get upset and I don't feel like I have to say too much. I would probably just answer, oh, that is one of my favorite things about homeschooling. Our family is so close because of it. You know, I... I don't worry about it. I don't worry about their comment. I don't get offended. I just spin it and make it a positive thing. And then we get to go on. And if you don't know what to say, just laugh it off and say, oh, yeah, some people say that and move on. You know, you don't need to fix their opinions. You don't need to internalize it in any way. Just let it go. It's not that different than when you find out that someone has had a tragedy, like they lost someone or they their spouse got cancer and you pause for a minute and you don't know what to say and you want to say the right things, but you don't know for sure what to say. When you tell people you're a homeschooler, they're in that boat. They're sitting there uncomfortable and they don't know what to say. And so they say the thing. It's not a reflection on you. It's a reflection on their discomfort for a minute because they don't know what to say. So you don't need to be offended. You don't need to be upset. Just let it go. Now, sometimes people are a little bit more than just offering a passing remark, they might actually be a little bit curious about homeschooling. A lot of people wonder what it's like and they're probably misinformed because let's get real, not a lot of people, not a huge percentage of the world population knows what it's like to homeschool. So they might have stray comments or stray opinions or questions that they're actually kind of curious And I think those are actually the most fun critics to handle because they're not being unkind. They just might not know what to say to you and you get a chance to educate them a little bit. So what would you say to someone, Michelle, that's just kind of asking about homeschooling? You can't tell them everything. What do you say? I would just pick one thing and maybe have this in my mind ahead of time so that whenever this comes up, 
I've got it, right? And so I would say, well, let me tell you what I love about homeschooling. My favorite thing is that my kids get to learn together as a group. We're learning all the same things, so we have great discussions. Maybe that could be my one thing. Yeah. And then if they have more questions, they'll ask more questions. It might spark a conversation. But you didn't launch into this big, well, homeschooling is better than public schooling because, you know, you didn't engage in that. You You don't have to have facts memorized or statistics or tell them that homeschoolers test better on the SAT or any of that kind of stuff. That's probably not going to be helpful. I think most of the time when you personalize it instead of throwing out those statistics, it's more effective. People see... Oh, that really works for her. Well, and it's hard to argue. Some someone could argue your statistics or they could argue your you know, your big picture kind of stuff about homeschool. Homeschooling is better than they can argue that. But how can they possibly argue when you say, "Well, this is what I love." There's nothing to argue about. Yeah. You've turned it into a positive direction. Yeah, you're just saying what works for you, not what everyone should do. You get to just say, "Oh, I love homeschooling because fill in the blank." And it's a really easy way to deal with any kind of homeschool critic to just turn it into that positive thing that you love about it. Something else my kids have done, and this this is kind of funny, <laughs> when they have gone and gotten jobs or gone to college and they meet people in the in these worlds that have been through public school and they've never seen homeschooling, sometimes their peers will be like, well, what's what's up with that? You were homeschooled? And they'll be like, and they put on their, their geeky voice and they hunch their shoulders up like they're all shy and can't talk to people and they go, I'm homeschooled. <laughs> they, they love that. They think it's the funniest thing ever. They joke about it. They joke about it because they're they're kind of taking this stereotypical image that people have in their minds and they're drawing this caricature with themselves. They're laughing at themselves, right? And the people who are are asking these questions kind of laugh and they realize, oh yeah, they're not like that. And it just helps open up that. Yeah, that image in my mind is ridiculous. This I'm standing yeah. in front of this homeschooler but, who I didn't even know was homeschooled. They're but awesome. You've, but you've done it in a humorous way and you haven't made anybody offended. You've just you don't have to defend it, you just own it. <laughs> yeah, my my oldest son, he went to college when he was sixteen, and so he loved to tell people, I dropped out of high school. And they're like, What? <laughs> yeah, they'd go, What? Yeah, to go to college. <laughs> and it's like, whoa, didn't see that coming. Right. So yeah, he loved to do that. And then he would tell them, yeah, I was homeschooled. And so I got to go to college at 16. And not every homeschooler is going to do that. And that's totally fine. But I love that homeschoolers don't necessarily obey all the rules. We just, <laughs> we do things when our kids are ready. If my kid wasn't ready at 16 to do that, he wouldn't have gone to college. If my kid's not ready to read in first grade, then he's not ready and we wait. If he's ready to read at four, we do it. We don't always obey all of the rules and not all homeschoolers are exactly the same either. So the stereotypes can kind of be erased when you individually point out how you do things. Then there's the people who genuinely believe that you're ruining your children. And sometimes they can be on a crusade to save you from yourself. Especially the ones who actually know you really well. They care about you and your children, they like your close friends or neighbors or, or people who are, they're trying to be caring and loving, but actually they're being really insulting when they. And intrusive. And it's really none of their business, right? That's what you're thinking. You're like, just back off. But they're actually worried. They're genuinely worried. So how do you deal with that? I don't think that the snarky remarks or, or sarcasm or anything like that is appropriate in that situation. 
when I come across people like that, I really go with the reassurance plan. I'm going to reassure them, hey, I have a plan for my homeschool. This is what we're doing. And I don't have to give every single detail, but I let them know that I have thoughtfully gone through these things in my mind. They don't have to inform me about all of their concerns because I have all those concerns and I have addressed them and met them and we've got it covered. You don't need to worry. I've got it covered. Yeah. And you can, you can even invite them. Come and see what we do on Monday. It'd be so much fun if you came. You know, and yeah. they can see what you're doing. They'll probably be nervous. Would, or or they might go, never mind, just kidding. I don't want to, I'm not, I'm not that worried. <laughs> I'll give you the history test too. Yes, exactly. <laughs> see if they want to come. It, there's, a, there's a test on this and this and this that day. <laughs> Read up. <laughs> That'd be fun. Okay. So Karen, I know you have, even though neither of us have had a lot of dealing with homeschool critics, you have a few teacher friends that have been very critical of homeschooling. And I think sometimes the teacher community can be tough. I think that a lot of my friends who are teachers feel almost insulted that I would assume that I can do what they had to go through training to do. And it's really funny because I actually have a degree in education. I am trained to be a teacher. But they don't maybe (laughs) know that. They don't know that. I don't I don't say I am a homeschool mom because I have a teaching degree. I don't do that. Um, And I actually don't find that I use my teaching degree very much as a homeschool mom, really. But they're hypercritical because they feel a little threatened. They feel like you are stealing what they worked hard for. You know, you're just doing it. But I had to go to school to do that. I had to pay money for the tuition and go through years and years of training. And you're acting like anybody can just do that. And and you're going to ruin your children. Yeah. Because you're not trained. Yeah. Right. And so I understand their feelings on that. I get it. But honestly, the skills that you use as a teacher don't really match the skills that you use as a homeschool mom. It's it's a whole different ballgame. I've done both. And I'm telling you, it's different. And... Yes, there are some valuable things that teachers learn for sure. But assuming that a homeschool mom can't learn those things is kind of against everything that teachers are out to do. They're out to create these learners who can do anything and be anything. So why can't I do anything and be anything? <laughs> yeah. And so I, I think that with my teacher friends, one of the things that's worked for me is to put myself on a level playing field with them in my mind. I have to not be afraid to ask them questions. Hey, have you taught about this? What worked for you? Get some ideas from each other. Start to act like you are a teacher in their school, like you're one of their coworkers. You're colleagues instead of... We're we're colleagues and and friends. You're not competitors in the education field. You're colleagues. Be willing to share your ideas of what's working. Hey, I have this idea. Maybe it would work in your classroom and let them share with you too. And the ones that I've done this with that it's worked, it has been awesome. Deep, deep friendships have been formed by us being on that level playing field. Now I will say there are a couple of teachers that no matter what I do, they're going to be critical of what I'm doing in our homeschool. And it was actually funny. Not too long ago, it was this past year, I have a friend that he's a teacher at our local high school and somebody who was a mutual friend of ours was talking about my homeschool and he kind of made a snarky remark in reference to what they said. And I wasn't actually there in this conversation, 
But my other friend turned it around and said, oh my goodness, her homeschool room is amazing. You have got to stop by her house and see it. It's better than your classroom. And he, <laughs> he was like totally taken aback. And then she came and told me about the whole conversation. And I'm not saying that everyone needs to have a phenomenal homeschool room or anything, but it is important that we understand that we all have strengths and we can't make assumptions about each other. And so it's awesome when you can kind of turn it around and say, you know what? I have an awesome thing going on here too. I love what you're doing. You should find out what I'm doing. We could probably learn a lot from each other. You know what often helps, especially if it's someone who's a friend, if it's someone who's not a friend, you can just blow it off and ignore them, move on, move on. But if it's someone who's a friend that you're going to come across fairly recently or fairly frequently, then it's a good idea to learn to compliment them. Whenever they criticize you, compliment them. I love that. That so disarms people. One of the things that a lot of teachers say to me, they actually make remarks about my kids. They'll say like, well, he probably doesn't know that because he's homeschooled or something like that. You know, they'll, they're kind of disparaging to my kids and not necessarily to my kids' faces, but about my kids when they're talking about them. And they don't know what my kids know and don't know in the first place, but they might make a, a stray remark about something like that. So if you can can turn that around and say, oh, the kids you teach are probably awesomely smart because you are so good at history. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just did, or it can even be something more personal than that. Well, I love that your manner with kids. You know, I love the way that you talk with kids and you seem like such you'd be such a great teacher. You know, say something positive about them. It's really hard for them to continue to criticize you if you do that. Yeah. I, I think you're right. I think that's that's one of the techniques for de- dealing with bullying. And really, that's kind of what we're dealing with when we talk about how to handle homeschool critics. Whether or not they intend to, we feel a little bullied sometimes. And so if you kind of disarm them with kindness, I think that's a really powerful tool. I think it is too. Now let's talk about online. Because oh I don't boy. know if you've noticed, but the online world isn't very friendly sometimes. Talk about bullying. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. I think people get behind a computer and they just, they feel anonymous. And so they lose their filters. But you're going to come across comments online. It could be on your Facebook feed. Somebody could be commenting to you directly. Or it could be a comment on a news article that you see. So depending on the context, most of those kinds of comments, I just ignore. I just, I just don't care. Scroll on by. Scroll on by. Yeah, don't worry on. about it. I don't even like to click on comments very often anymore. Let's say I pull up a news article about homeschooling. You might read the article and it could be 100% positive towards homeschooling. But if you click on the comments, inevitably you will find haters. Oh yeah. You will find people who are hypercritical. Don't click on the comments. Yeah. You don't need to and- be like some kind of homeschooling missionary who replies to every hateful comment about it because you're probably not going to change their minds. And in the process, you're going to muddle your mind. You're stealing some of your positivity when you just scroll through disparaging comments. Sometimes you feel like I've got to fix this. I've got to fix this. The best way to fix it is to actually go somewhere else entirely and have positive comments about homeschooling or about homeschool families. Yeah. Share the the cool things that you're doing on your personal feed. That is awesome. That will change minds and hearts. And you might get some disparaging comments on on your personal feed when you do that. And you need to be prepared to handle them, probably with kindness and saying what you love about homeschooling, just like what we were talking about. But I don't think that it serves anyone well to just engage in the 
horrible, mean conversations that happen online behind screens with people that you don't know in the name of trying to change their minds. It's not going to work anyway. It's, it's not productive and it, it spends emotional currency that you don't need to be spending. Exactly. Sp- spend it on your kids. Spend it loving your kids, not reading through disparaging remarks on you know Facebook or something. Okay. And the flip side of that, I think homeschoolers can be so critical of each other. Oh yeah. And we need to stop that. We do. If someone isn't homeschooling the way that you homeschool, if they're not like, let's say you're a classical homeschooler and they are an unschooler. Stop worrying about them ruining their kids. Stop telling them they're ruining their kids. It's fine. We can all homeschool different ways. We all need to trust one another that we have the best intentions of our children at heart and that we're going to do the best thing for our own children that we can. I think that if there was one right way to live your life, we would be aware of it by now. (laughs) There's not. Just as kids, we all the time acknowledge every child is different. Every child needs to be handled differently. Every child, you know, we're accepting of that individuality. But for some reason, we don't extend that to adults. We don't say, oh, Maybe every homeschool mom is different. Maybe there's not one perfect way to homeschool. We yeah. need to have a little grace for each other, I think. And and we can be critical of things that aren't even necessarily directly tied to homeschooling. Like a homeschool mom will make a comment about how often they go to activities. And someone will say, oh, you're overscheduling your kids. And someone will, else will say, I can't believe you haven't done this with them yet. You know? Yeah. We, we need to just let each other live our lives and be supportive Well, and that's such an individual thing. I mean, you and I might schedule completely different things for our kids. And what makes me happy wouldn't make you happy. You know, we we have different personalities and different needs. And it really kills me when people get into the religious hatred. You know, when, when a religious homeschooler bashes on a secular homeschooler or when a secular homeschooler bashes on a religious homeschooler, I think, what is that doing for anyone? That's not helping anyone. It's not convincing anyone. No. And I don't know why we can't coexist and say, I love that you're sharing your ideas with your kids. I'm not sure why we have to decide we have to change everyone's mind. I'm not sure why we all have to be exactly the same before we can be friends. No. (laughs) That's one of my favorite things about our Facebook group is the diverse people that are within it. And we do have such supportive moms and dads that come and comment in there. It is awesome. It is awesome to see people who come from all over the world different backgrounds, different beliefs, even different homeschooling styles, finding common ground and being supportive of each other in that community. It is so rewarding for me when I see that. And I go, oh, I love it. If someone comes into that, that Facebook group and they say, hey, anybody have some great books about evolution? Our Christian parents do not jump on there and start explaining why evolution is evil. They do not do that. Okay. Yeah. And, and on the flip side, when our Christian parents start talking about, hey, who has some great Bible resources? Our secular parents do not jump on there and tell, start telling them everyone why the Bible is a myth. That does not happen in that group. And that's the kind of culture we need to have throughout homeschooling everywhere, I think. Well, just in the world. Yeah. Can we just be kind? I think there is nothing to be gained by tearing each other down. If you can remember the same thing that you feel when you're handling a homeschool critic, when someone's going 
you know, you're ruining your children and telling you all of these reasons. Capture that feeling and then make sure that you're not spewing that kind of thing at somebody else who's homeschooling differently than you are. Because you're not building anyone, yourself or the other person. You're not changing minds. You're just kind of spreading more of that. And you're cutting yourself off from potential friends too. Yeah. We should be building friendships and connections with each other. Well, I've learned a ton from people in our Facebook group who share the way that they do things with their kids. And I think, wow, if I had cut you off because you believe differently than me, politically, religiously, homeschool style, anyway, I wouldn't have learned that. I, I appreciate that you're part of my community, yeah. you know? And we have a lot to gain from each other if we listen and open our minds a little bit instead of just jumping to the criticisms and pointing out how we're different. I think it can get even worse when we're talking about public schoolers. A lot of homeschoolers have decided that the public school is not only not for them, but that it's evil. Yeah. <laughs> that, that it's it's destroying all of society and we need to end it somehow. I, first of all, that's never going to happen, people. So so give up on that right now. <laughs> Secondly, I don't even think it should happen. It shouldn't happen because not everyone is wants to or can homeschool their children. And we need to have places for children that they can learn. Our society needs that. I'm not even convinced that homeschooling is the best option for every child. No, I don't think so I love that we have options. That's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful for the freedom of options. Public school is great. Not every public school is great. Not every classroom is great. Not every teacher is great. But guess what? Do you have great days every day? Of course (laughs) not. And so... You know, we need to be a little bit more forgiving. We need to realize that what is best for our children may not be best for someone else's child. I have a son who is in public school right now. He decided when he was going into high school that he had some specific goals and he wanted to go to the high school. And I said, okay. I didn't cry about it. (laughs) I didn't feel like, oh, he hates my homeschool or I'm not validated anymore as a homeschool mom. I just said, okay. And he's going to the high school. And that's significant because you're not just a homeschool mom, Michelle. You're a homeschool mom with a podcast, with a company, with a curriculum that you wrote. And it says a lot about you that you didn't cower away and say, oh, no, I'm not enough. Even or, or even no, my you own have son be, is against yeah, me. We have, you have to be homeschooled because all these people are watching me. And what if they think that, you know, whatever they think. But he's, he's going to the public school and he's flourishing. He's doing well there. He's learning things that he couldn't have learned at home in a different way. He's learning different lessons than he would have learned at home. So this is the season in his life that he's doing that and there's nothing wrong with it. And I think that when we just shut each other down for our choices, we lose out on a lot of things that we could have learned. You just never know. One of the things that really bothers me is when I see... This is mostly online that I see it, but I see homeschool parents. Often a new homeschool mom or dad will be getting into homeschooling with their kid and they'll use one of the online curricula. Right. The, the prepackaged ones that often the state will buy for you. Yeah. Right. It's paid for. It's done. They're usually on the computer. Not always, but often they're on the computer. And, you know, that's not something that I would choose for my homeschool, but I think it definitely has a place. I've recommended it to people. I have too. More than once. Especially for moms, sometimes they just want to catch their kids up on something and then they're planning to put them back in public school. I think it's a really great option for that. 
sometimes it just serves as a really good transition for people. It's a good segue into homeschooling where they kind of get their feet wet with a lot of support, a lot of, you know, everything's paid for, everything's covered, everything's sent to you in a box, you're ready to go. And then later they often decide, you know what, I think I want to go more on my own in this. And that's great. I love that we have options, but it kills me when I see homeschool parents say to those parents who are using one of those curriculums, when they say, that's not homeschooling, that's public school at home. Right. <laughs> like, what does it so, matter? Well, yeah. Okay. Why, why are you dissing on this person's choice and taking their child out of school and doing this box curriculum is working for them? Well, and plus they're doing a really hard thing, you know, so they probably need cheerleaders, not bullies. Right. So because, because cheer it, them on. taking your child out of school, that's scary. It's scary. It's a major step. And maybe they're going to move beyond that. Maybe they won't, but it doesn't matter. If if it ends up working for them, awesome. And and just like the public school, those curriculums have good stuff. Yep. They can be just what a family needs. Yep. It depends on the learning style of the kids. It depends on the personality of the parents. It depends on the family dynamics and the goals and the plans. And you cannot possibly assume that you know all of that about a person when you meet them. Especially if you just met them online. online. (laughs) So, yeah, handling homeschool critics is difficult because they can come at us from a variety of situations, you know, in in a variety of ways. And often we're not 100% prepared for it. We don't know that that stray comment is coming. And so it's really helpful to kind of try to prepare your mind, put a little bit of armor on and be a little thick-skinned. Yeah, and think through strategies, deflecting giving a compliment back at the person who just criticized you. Those are great Some strategies. humor. Humor's humor good. sometimes help, helps. I, I think the only one that I really wouldn't recommend is dishing back what they did to you because that just escalates instead of helping you get out of the situation. I know some people probably handle it that way and that's that's their strategy. That's not something that works for me. I like to disarm with kindness rather than fling it back. I think it's more effective too. You, you will never, ever convince someone by attacking them. You can defeat them, maybe. You can conquer them, but you cannot convince them that way. And what you really are hoping is to convince people, right? That's what you're hoping when you make those comments, but it's not going to work. The yeah. only way to convince someone is to show them. And you show them by saying, you know what I love about my homeschool? Yeah, you, you, you the show them you the positives. You don't tell them, your negatives are wrong. Right. <laughs> you just show them the you positives. You show them the positives. So... That's people who are maybe not very close to us. You know, it could be casual friends. It could be people online, random strangers we come across. But the toughest people are the ones that are the very closest to us. Really close family friends, family members, you know, your mother-in-law or your sister or, you know, people in your family like that. That's really hard because you do care what they think. And it kind of hurts when they're kind of telling you you're not enough or your choices aren't right or you're ruining your kids. That's hurtful. And it's hard not to internalize those things when it's people that you really care about. So what would you do, Michelle, if like, luckily your mother-in-law isn't this, but. Right. I Like Karen and I said, we don't have a lot of this actually in our lives. Our families are supportive and always have been. But the first thing that I would do is prepare ahead. You've heard the criticism before. You know it's going to happen again. You know, Thanksgiving's coming up and you're going to be getting together and you're going to hear Uncle Joe say whatever about homeschooling. 
Mm-hmm. So prepare ahead. You you need to have an idea of what you can say. And the same kind of strategies work really well. You say to them, you might be right, but what I really love about homeschooling is, mm-hmm. or you might be right, but the thing that I've noticed about my children is, and fill in the blank. Or just be prepared to share some of the really awesome things that you've done. Because sometimes that surprises people. They go, oh, I never thought homeschooling could be like that, you know. So you have to kind of think through and prepare in your mind what you're going to say. Not that you have to prepare a speech, but just have some little thoughts about positive things about homeschooling going into it so that if the negativity comes up, you can spin it back to a positive place. Another thing that comes up is that the family member or the friend will come up to your child and start quizzing them. Oh, yeah. Because they're homeschooled, and so we got to make sure that they're actually learning stuff. And so they'll say, Johnny, what are the five times tables? Quick. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the most important thing you can do when it comes to things like that is actually preparing your kids. Not that you have to teach them everything that they could possibly the know. <laughs> but But explain to them why people are quizzing them. They're not quizzing you because they really want to know or genuinely care what you know. They're quizzing you because they're checking to see if we're actually doing school. Right. So when you get quizzed, even if you don't know what they're asking, that's okay. You can tell them, you know what? We haven't learned that yet, but guess what we did learn this week? So you might want to, on the way to Thanksgiving dinner, talk to your kids about, hey, if somebody asks you about homeschooling, what are some fun things we've done lately that you could share? And then you can role play a little bit. Have them practice saying it so that they know how to respond in a way that isn't rude isn't offensive, but does help that reassure the person who is asking that your child really is learning things. You're not just sitting at home all day watching TV. You're you're doing things. <laughs> It'd be so much easier if it were sitting at home all day watching TV. Why haven't we yeah, thought d- of that? It doesn't work out that Dang. way. <laughs> I also prepare my kids, and this seems silly, but when someone asks my kids what grade they're in, they know the answer. Even though we don't subscribe to those grades and actually their math book might not match the grade they're in or, you know, anything like that. But I do try to just have them know the right answers for things like that so that they're socially prepared when those things come up. It's just easier. And they can choose, you know, if the cashier asks them, hey, what grade are you in? They're ready to say it. And they might say, I'm homeschooled. Or they might just say... I'm in third grade. <laughs> you know, it's up to them whether they want to field that or not. Right. With with closer people, they know what grade they're in and they tend to actually quiz them on the knowledge things like, is he really learning the states and capitals? Yeah. Does she know her times tables? What's the capital no. of Massachusetts? Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. <laughs> they throw these you know, trivia questions at your kids that they're supposed to know right then. Okay, I think sometimes we need to understand where the other person is coming from too. They may have genuine, real concerns and you need to listen to those because if your mother thinks that you really are ruining her grandchildren or you're really not offering them the right opportunities, of course she's concerned. You know, she she really believes that maybe you need to rethink this whole thing, right? So that we're not saying that you need to change your mind about it because she thinks that, but you do need to reassure her. You need to help her understand, I really do have a plan. I have thought this through. This is the curriculum we're using. 
These are the things that my children are going to learn this year through school. You don't have to lay out your every little detail, but have a few things that you can explain that are very concrete that will help reassure your mother that it's, it's really going to be okay. She hasn't gone through the process that you went through when you decided to homeschool, you know, that mental process. And then also you've probably done some planning and some research and she wasn't there with you when you did that. And she doesn't even know that you did that maybe. And so it can be really reassuring for people to see, oh, she really has thought about this. This wasn't just a jump into something. And so don't, don't be afraid to say, you know what, let's talk about this. You don't have to be instantly defensive. You can have an open conversation and say, this was a hard decision. These are the reasons that we decided this and this is our plan. And that can really help ease some of that tension. You also may want to find out exactly why this person is worried. They may approach you in a very vague way. I'm not sure homeschooling is right for your kids. Well, that's pretty broad. Well, why aren't you sure about that? I mean, what is what is it about homeschooling that concerns you? And once you find out their specific concerns, you can do a better job of that reassurance. Addressing those concerns. Yeah. And I think you need to actually, maybe mom really knows you better than you know yourself in some ways. And maybe you need to step back and think, you know what? I didn't really think about how that was going to affect this particular daughter because she has this issue. You know, maybe you need to self-assess a little bit and then meet those concerns. That doesn't mean you need to stop homeschooling, but maybe meet those concerns and then reapproach mom with why it's working or what you have done to make sure that Susie gets enough socialization. Yeah, if there are people who love your kids and are genuinely concerned, then use those resources. I mean, let's say that Mom says, I'm really worried because he's not up to par on reading. He's not where I think he should be on reading. Turn it around and say, you know what? Maybe you could come twice a week and come and read with him. That would help me so much because I'm teaching all of the kids and sometimes I feel a little stretched thin. You're right about that. Do you think that's something you could do? I know. Make her put her to work, right? Put, put her to work if she's concerned. If you if you live in close enough proximity. And, and that's not always, I mean, it depends on who you're talking about. I mean, that might could, be yeah. a toxic addition to your homeschool. But open your mind a little bit and consider some of those things with, with some of the caring homeschool critics. Well, maybe how could they help? Right. That's a good thought. So... Another thing I think is important, sometimes you'll have family members whose only goal is just to attack you. They don't really want you to convince them. They don't want to be reassured. They don't want to, you know, they don't want to engage in those discussions with you. They're not even really, really willing to talk about it. They just continually attack you. They're toxic in some way. Mm -hmm. And we all have dealt with people that are like that. We know that that exists. If you're dealing with that, I highly recommend the book called Boundaries. It's by Henry Cloud and John Townsend. It helps you to understand when you should be telling people no, when you can tell them we're not going to have this discussion anymore. And it helps you understand how to approach people because sometimes you just need to put up a boundary and say, we're not going there. I'm not going to come to your house anymore for this holiday. If you keep attacking me about this issue, you may come to that point with certain people that you have to say, we're not going to have this discussion anymore. We're just going to end that. Yeah, you have to know where your boundaries are because if it is eating away at your ability to live the life you want. Or it's destroying the relationships with people that you don't want to have destroyed. Yeah, sometimes boundaries are absolutely necessary. I would say that the last thing we should mention when it comes to homeschool critics is 
sometimes you have to protect yourself in bigger ways than just a comment on social media or a stray comment that someone makes or even a caring family member. I know that when we lived in a neighborhood, you know, we live kind of far out now and we have our own space. And we live in Idaho. Which is where, a completely free and open homeschooling yeah, state. And people are like live and let live around here, right? They don't generally get in your business. People come to Idaho to get away from that. Right. <laughs> but I've lived in other states and I've lived in many neighborhoods. And I had homeschool mom friends who had child protective services called when their kids were playing in the yard during the school day. So their curious neighbors turned into a serious threat to their family. Right. And so you do have to be prepared for that too. And I am grateful that that's not something I have to deal with now. But when I did live in the neighborhood and I did have those situations crop up around me, I was very careful to keep very particular homeschooling records. Everything was up to date. I made sure that I kept track of things, that I was prepared if there was a question about the quality of education my kids were getting. And you were following all of the homeschool laws yes. that you were required to follow. Yeah. You have to protect yourself and your family. It's not really any different than a teacher who's jumping through the testing hoops. They don't all love those testing hoops that they're going through right now. They don't all love the standardized education that's required by law, but they have to jump through those hoops as a protection for themselves. And homeschool parents have that same obligation depending on where you live and what your situation is. So just protect yourself in that way too, because the homeschool critics who are threatening legally are the the ones that, yeah, you need to really be prepared for ahead of time. It's too late if you don't have anything ready when... CPS shows up at your door. So I don't think that that's a frequent, frequent thing. I think that we hear about it on the news. Because it hits the news every time it happens. Yeah. It's not super common, but it's a possibility. It is. And, you know, my friend who that happened to, when Child Protective Services showed up, they instantly could tell that her home was not a problem. They could see what she was doing. They saw her records. They said, why are your neighbors calling? This is a great thing that's happening here. So it's not always that Child Protective Services or anyone is out to get you either. But they are required to respond when someone calls. Right. So, you know, you have to be aware of what's going on around you. When I lived in the neighborhood, I did not take my kids to run do errands during the day because I didn't need to explain everything to the cashiers that we met and all of that. It was just, that was more trouble than it was worth. So we kind of went with a lot of the public school conventions when we lived in the neighborhood. And you may or may not choose to do that. It really depends on where you live. But think about those things and think about, I could avoid a lot of the homeschool critics if I just didn't run into them during the public school day. You know? Yeah, and it, it, it is annoying that you have to do that. But, I mean, protect your kids. Yeah. So if you're, if you're dealing with nosy neighbors who are really overly concerned about your lifestyle... That may be something you want to be extra vigilant about. Yeah. I always let my kids play in the backyard when we lived in the neighborhood, but I told them, hey, during the school day before your friends are out, let's just stick to the backyard and not the front. And they were good with that. And we just did a few extra careful things to just avoid the criticism. It's not that I was super afraid, but I didn't need the criticism. I didn't want that negativity in my life. So we just diverted it. We just avoided it. Okay, so some simple strategies, divert the person, change the subject, or you can compliment them, 
Put a positive spin Put on it. Put a positive everything. spin on it. Just say, you know what I love about homeschooling? That one is really great. Because mm-hmm. they can't argue with it. It's what you love. And then when it's family members, be really careful about not hurting their feelings. Take them seriously. Reassure, reassure, reassure. Yep. Thank you so much for joining us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast. And we love it when you share it with your friends or leave a review or rating for us. Um, We just love to share the word about homeschooling and help other homeschool moms out. So we appreciate you. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today. Come and visit us at layersoflearning.com and on our Facebook group. Make sure to tune in next month for our new podcast. In the meantime, we wish you happiness in your homeschool. Have Have fun fun learning. learning.